Jackson keeps it. Has a first down. Has a touchdown. Lamar Jackson. Ball came loose, but the signal was given. It's a touchdown. Let's get back to You Better You Bet. Presented by Bets MGM. On the BetQL Network. Joe Davis with the call. And what many people say is the best network that's broadcasting football games. Fox. Not CBS. Shout out to CBS. Uh, Lamar Jackson with the play of his life, as Joe, Dave, Joe Davis would say. Anyway, uh, Lamar Jackson expected to do big things this year. Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator, Zay Flowers, first-round pick, wide receiver, Odell Beckham brought over. Hopefully Rashad Bateman can stay healthy. Mark Andrews is obviously there, and Isaiah Likely as well. Maybe a big year for Lamar Jackson. Maybe a big year for every single quarterback in the AFC North. We celebrate football this week on You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Will Brinson. Uh, Ken Barkley returns to the show coming up next week because from tomorrow, Wednesday, July 26th, every single NFL team will have reported to training camp. And as a result, we're going through each division. So tomorrow we'll do South and uh, Thursday we'll do the West. And we'll hit player props. This will be fantasy conversations, player prop conversations, just like how we view skill positions for basically all of these teams coming up this season. So yesterday we did the East, today we'll do the AFC and the NFC North. And well, we'll start at the quarterback position and we'll start in the AFC. Four good quarterbacks. And if Kenny Pickett takes a step forward this year, I mean, this is this is going to be the, the, the best division in football as far as quarterbacks are concerned. So I'm going to read you the uh, the numbers that are show sponsor, BetMGM, yardage and touchdowns for the four quarterbacks in the AFC North. And you tell me what stands out, if anything, uh, Joe Burrow, 4,349 and a half passing yards. He had more than that last year. 33 and a half passing touchdowns. Also had more than that last year. Lamar Jackson, 3,499 and a half passing yards. 23 and a half passing touchdowns. People wondering, well, why is the Lamar number so so low? Lamar runs the ball, obviously. Dobbins is obviously really good, too. And the Ravens passing offense has never been like what people expect it to be this year. Maybe that's how we get to take advantage a little bit of some of these uh, some of these numbers in the betting market. Deshaun Watson, 3,649 and a half yards, 25 and a half passing touchdowns for the Cleveland Browns. And Keenan Pickett, 3,275 and a half passing yards, a paltry 17 and a half touchdowns expected this year in the betting market. Keenan Pickett. AFC North quarterbacks, Will, yards and touchdowns. Anything stand out to you? Any plays on the board? Yeah, I mean, I think I would uh, immediately want to go on the Joe Burrow over for passing yards. Um, Bengals were second behind only the Chiefs last year in pass rate over expectation, which means how often do you expect them to pass? How often do they actually pass? AKA, they are a pass heavy team. And when you look at Joe Burrow in his first three years in the NFL, right? Year one. Rookie, number one overall pick, COVID season. Like, yeah, he got his playbook earlier in other rookies, but that is a really tough situation to acclimate to the NFL. Uh, year two, he's coming off a torn ACL. They were quite run heavy early in the year and didn't want to let Burrow get hit a whole lot. And then last year, he has the emergency, uh, have been, you know, has a, the burst appendix because it wasn't even really a, an appendectomy. It was a burst appendix, way different. Um, it could kill you, like, if you go septic. And he had okay. to come into the year like that. They were very careful with him or out of the gates the first three years, but still were second in terms of pass rate over expectation and were extremely pass heavy down the stretch last year. I think there's a very good chance they come out slinging. They are targeting the number one pick or the number one seed, excuse me. They want to, they believe they can win the division. They believe they're a Super Bowl team. And then we get a ton of Joe Burrow passing the football 
earlier than we did in the past few years. And I think he goes way over that number and gets to closer to 5,000. I think the 33 and a half is probably a pretty good bet as well. Lamar's number for passing yards is wild. His uh, career high was um, 3,127 yards in his MVP season. And he's now 3,499 passing yards. I mean, that's, that's asking a lot, man. I think it's pretty easy to take an under on Lamar with those passing yards, even with the Todd Munkin offense in there. I think they're still going to run the ball a ton. Kenny Pickett, I would probably – I want to look at the passing touchdowns. He certainly cranked his passing touchdowns up as he got uh, a lot further along in the season. But Matt Canada, I think, will be very vanilla in the red zone, and you'll see a lot of Najee Harris just plunging into the – like straight into the goal line, which would lead to less red zone touchdowns for Kenny Pickett. Um, Sean Watson – he threw for 48-23 in 2020 with Houston, his last uh, full season. Do you remember, you know how every year in Cleveland there's like three games, three home games in the, with the Browns in October, November, where you can't pass the ball? Like that the wind just the comes. couple years. The every year yep. it happens. The wind comes whipping in. And Deshaun played in one of those games, actually, I believe. It might have been 2020. It was against, no, no, it was last year. It was against New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, but no, he played his one as a, as a, as a I remember he played one as a, um, as a uh, as a visitor, I believe I'll, I'll double check. But point being is, it is tough to play in Cleveland in various stretches of the year, and you're just hoping that he ends up, you know, not catching some of those home games. I think that's a lot less likely. And when you look at that game, you know, you talk about it, he had 161 passing yards, 135, 169. He had 131, you know, even in Houston, like. I don't, I don't, I think that number is too high for Deshaun as well. Uh, I think that it's a lot of interesting things that you said here and a lot of interesting conversation points on the quarterbacks in the AFC North. Burrow could definitely go over that. I don't really have a lot of desire to bet Burrow one way or another. I think he's going to have an awesome year. The market says he's going to have a really good year. Deshaun Watson, I think, is going to be awesome this year for the Browns on uh, year two, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, at least on field goes trying to put some of the stuff behind him. I'm not saying that like he should get the benefit of the doubt at all in any of that regards. And like, he still says things that are really tone deaf, but like you would think that like that further removed from that situation. And I'm not trying to poo poo it just like we're a betting show. And we're talking about what happens on the field. No, I, th- I think, think he's, he's further removed from it. It matters. I think it does matter. I, I think if you knew that you were getting like Texans to Sean Watson on field, not off field on field, I think these are smashes over yards and over touchdowns. But no we don't know it. that but you don't know that for sure. So I think Watson's a no bet for like you could make the bet and look like a genius because he's Houston Deshaun Watson. Also like evidence not based in facts, right? Like you don't know that that's going to be the case or facts not based in evidence, I think is the expression, right? We don't know that that's going to happen for Deshaun Watson. I think Watson's a no bet. I think where I'd yeah. like to where I'd like to take advantage here in the quarterback market prop wise in the AFC North is a fantasy conversation as well. Pick it. I guess like over. Also, I agree with you that Matt Canada is really conservative. I do like Najee Harris a little more than I did last year. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about Mixon when we talk running backs as well. Lamar, 3,499 and a half passing yards. He's also 726 and a half rushing yards. Um, Lamar had more rushing yards than that last season and didn't play. Obviously, the entire year was hurt for a bunch of games for the Baltimore Ravens. My guess is, and the Ravens have signaled this a little bit, and we've talked about this throughout the offseason with um, dismissing Greg Roman, enter Todd Munkin, who runs like an air raid offense, right? But what the Ravens have done right now, if Rashad Bateman can stay healthy, that's a boon to this offense, the drafting of Zay Flowers. 
the signing of Odell Beckham. You've got Andrews. You've got Isaiah Likely. Lamar said earlier in the offseason he wants to throw for 5,000 yards this year. Said that after he signed the mega contract extension. That doesn't mean he's going to throw for 5,000 or even 4,000. Just that I think this Ravens offense this year is going to be different than it's been in years past. I don't think this is like Lamar rushes for 1,000 yards and throws for 2,800. I don't think that's the case. I think this year he throws for 4,000 yards, at least 3,500, and I think he goes under the rushing yards prop. I think there's a different offense this year for the Baltimore Ravens. He will be. You can't, you can't get him hurt, and he's proven, in my opinion at least, and I think the people that don't agree with this are just like, I, like give it up already. Uh, the, the people who think he's not a good passer, they're idiots. Like, like to quote uh, Brian Colangelo, like, find a new slant, if that's your slant. Find a new one. Yeah. Um, I, I like this Lamar over. I like the Lamar rushing under. I'm in on this Ravens offense being a more pass-happy offense this year, Will, under Todd Munkin. That's where I'm at with the quarterbacks right now in the AFC North in the prop market. So this is kind of a macro sort of um, examination of the Ravens thing. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this on here or not. If I did, I'm sorry. But, I mean, I, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine who played college offensive line at um, Navy, and we were discussing um, how Todd Munkin is an air raid guy, right? But Jeff Munkin coaches at Army where they run the triple option. And he and I both agreed, and like, I mean, I think I, I think I wrote the point, but in, in my buddy built on it, but it's like they're actually very similar, air raid and the triple option, and people don't think that because the air raid is pass heavy and the triple option is run heavy, but it is still asking the quarterback to basically make three, basically make a choice between three things very quickly, right? You hand off, you keep, you know, you dive, or you know, you have air raid, you're running these three routes that are basically the same every time. You just you just read the defense and make a decision. And so, like, I sort of wonder if Munkin, given his brother's background, given Lamar Jackson's skill set, and then given his background as an air raid guy, might sort of make create this, like, air raid triple option blend, which is not totally dissimilar to what Greg Roman did, but, but very much, like, not just, okay, we're running the ball, and we're running it in funky ways, but if you figure out how to defend it, you're going to absolutely kill us. Like, they're going to keep people on their heels by utilizing both of those styles of play, in my opinion. I, I think that's a very good possibility. So I'm a little hesitant to fade Lamar's rushing yards. It is a big number, but I think philosophically, your approach is correct, Nick, that Lamar is going to pass more. They have loaded up with the passing weapons. They hired a guy who is... Again, air raid, fundamentally based in the air raid. Um, and, and I just think we see – I do think you're correct in that philosophical macro approach. I, I just – I'm fascinated by this Ravens offense and what it looks like. To me, it's one of the most interesting things about the entire 2023 NFL season. I, I'll tell you what. The Ravens run the, the option at any point this year. Like, John Harbaugh should resign because that would be like – Dude, they're the, definitely going to run the option. I, well, I mean, I guess he can run like – I mean – I, I I don't know. I think like, Lamar Lamar Jackson arms, is ridiculous. Yes, yes, he's great. Also, like he gets hurt every season now. Like the, uh, enough with this. Like enough with it. Let him let let it rip. Maybe you're right on the. I'll, I need to think more on the rushing stuff with Lamar. I I am bullish on him going over his passing yards prop. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like if you if you if if you are running the air raid, but also have the option as a threat, one, it is going to make life way easier for your running backs and your, it makes life tougher for your offensive line, but it's going to make things way easier for your running backs. But then two, it is going to draw and suck up defenses so close that you can just obliterate teams over the top and up the seam with Mark Andrews. But, like, but like, he's going to get hurt. If like, if you're running the option this much, like Lamar's going to get hurt. I'm not saying you run yeah. it that much. It's just got to be a threat. 
If you don't utilize Lamar's legs as a threat to force defenses to creep up and try to protect against that, so you get one-on-one matchups on the back end, then you're doing it wrong. We could like maybe like split the difference here because the last thing you said is definitely right. I just don't. Th- I mean, I yeah. I think running the option would be insane, but they're obviously going to run him, and he's going to run because he's a ridiculous athlete, and he can make that happen. I just, I love his passing yards over this season. Nick and Will here, Terrific Football Tuesday, talking player props in the AFC, and now the NFC North at the quarterback position. So for the four starting quarterbacks, Goff, Cousins, Fields, and Love, I'll give you yards and touchdowns. Goff, 3,899 and a half, went over that last year, and 24 and a half touchdowns went over that as well. Kirk Cousins. 4,325 and a half passing yards. He went over that. 28 and a half passing touchdowns. He had 29. Justin Fields, 2,899 and a half passing yards. He went under that last year. 17 and a half passing touchdowns. He finished last year with 17 passing touchdowns. Jordan Love, well, we haven't seen. So, like, uh, I'll give you his numbers, but we have nothing to base them off of. Jordan Love, 3,349 and a half passing yards, 21 and a half passing touchdowns. NFC North quarterbacks will go. I'm pretty bullish on uh, Jared Goff and the uh, over there. I think he gets to 4,000 yards. I think the Lions defense is improved, but not that improved. I think they'll still be in shootouts. They gave up a ton of fourth quarter points last year, and you just see them get involved in those crazy games. That's sort of their identity. Um, Jordan Love, total wild card. I sort of feel like you do about Lamar Jackson, about Justin Fields, in that we saw them try not to run him And then basically the Bears gave up and said, okay, Luke Getze, design an offense that caters to Justin Fields' skill set because we don't have any weapons for him. They add DJ Moore. They add Chase Claypool. We don't know if he's going to be healthy. But they've got more weapons now. I think they want Justin Fields to win as a passer. They improved the offensive line. He was the most sacked I believe quarterback last year and also led all quarterbacks in rushing yards. A lot of those were improvised. I think there's a very good chance we see less of Justin Fields running this season than we did last year. That number to me at 850 and a half looks like an under. Uh, I don't think I'd want to touch the rushing touchdowns. Um, and then, like, like I said, Love's probably a stay away. And, uh, oh, Cousins, I don't know. If, if I told you Justin Fields were guaranteed to start all 17 games this year for the Chicago Bears – Rushing yards prop eight fifty and a half. What are you doing? I'm still going under. Um, I mean, I I actually think and like yeah, he kind of like this quote kind of went viral a little bit. Also, it's July and there's nothing going on. That he said like he's one of the top five like like running quarterbacks in the history of the league. I actually think there's a case to be made. He's already the best running quarterback in the history of the National Football League. That's like, a I terrible take. Who's better? It's a horrible. Who's better? Jackson. No, Fields is better. Fields is better. Cam Newton, no. What in the history of the NFL? He's played one I, season. Full. Yes, it's a terrible take. And it was an and and down the stretch, he was the best running quarterback in the history of the NFL. Number one. Number one. What are you talking he, about? He keeps doing that. He's the best ever. The best ever. Yeah. If he averages, if he averages, hundred and two rushing yards per game over the full course of a season for ten years, he'll be the best ever. Of course, this is a terrible I, take. I think that. Last, I think that his, he's not already because I mean, he has to put a full. Dude, he had together. five games with under ten rushing attempts in his first ten games of the year. Like he, well, they don't want to run; they just that's, had this, to. This, 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 the stupid Bears offense. Fields is smashing over eight hundred fifty and a half rushing yards this year if he plays every single game. More quarterback and props in the AFC and NFC North coming up next. <laughs> 